Welcome to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast. Brought to you by www.mintmaster.com. Hey everybody, so a bit of a different intro to this week's TBT uh, match up episode. Um, we've got Donovan coming on at the end of this episode, uh, just to chat through something that I've been hinting at now for uh, a couple of weeks. So uh, listen through, obviously, the regular episode of myself and Matt, and then stick with us after, because there's a little bit of a... I want to say, I suppose it is bonus content, but a little, a little something extra that we wouldn't normally have on the. Um, I don't know whether do I call it Talk Bollocks Tuesday or do I TBT or Match Chat? I don't know. You tell me. What do you want? What, what we, we keep flitting between the two. And I, I, with it being a martial arts podcast, I don't want to offend people calling it Talk Bollocks Tuesday, as well as our American friends and people further afield that really don't know what we're on about when we say that. So. I don't know. What do you reckon? Do we call it TBT or do we stick with Match Out? What do you reckon, guys? You vote. Tell us. Drop me, drop me a message on Facebook. Um, but yeah, stick with it after the Match Out or TBT episode. And uh, there's a little something from Donovan that I've been teasing now for a couple of weeks. In part because I've been really bad at organising things. And I want to say it's because I'm a pro and I'm building suspense. But it's because I'm really bad at organising stuff. Anyway, guys, have a listen. Catch you on the other side. So, first of 2024, Mr. Matthew Chapman is joining me on a Tuesday to talk some spherical things. How are, yes. <laughs> How are you, Chris? I'm all right. And happy new year to you. Happy indeed. Yeah, 2024. Well, that's pretty crazy, isn't it? It is. That's, that's proper future, that is. 2024 is. is a future-sounding date. It is. It's kind of like you expect flying cars and yeah. robot butlers and things like that, but that's not happened. Dinosaurs did laser beam eyes and yeah, and but all yeah. that stuff. But all no, none of that's AI. happened. Yeah, all we've got is AI. Global <laughs> warming, <laughs> floods, and oh Jesus, it's crazy. Isn't it? No, no. I mean, I, I've not actually. Um, I mean, there must be school owners, gym owners out there that have been affected by all this flooding in the Midlands and places. It's been, it's been nuts. Yeah, although I mean, it it you must kind of expect it. Like I do, I do understand it's pretty traumatic. But I think people who live like on river plains and flood plains, like they kind of must. Like when it's Matthew happened, Chapman, you heartless man. <laughs> no, but when it's happened five or six times, you must be thinking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, to a point, yeah. But I think it's just the the, the sheer volume of it. it's caught some areas out, hasn't it? Because it's they're not even places that aren't even near rivers and stuff have. have flooded because uh, like, the water systems haven't been able to cope with the sheer uh, volume of water right. and so they're all just sitting around in sewers take that comment back then I'm, it's not it's not your fault it's, you southerners yeah. although have you have you got any snow uh it's attempted to snow but it gave it up after about 10 minutes ah, so you're just a little bit too far because there's some people have had really bad snow today haven't they anyway enough yeah. of weather with chris and matt uh, we are bricks <laughs> we do like talking about the weather yeah it's true it's true so yeah it's um it's New Year's time, isn't it? It's that time of the year where we all buy our new diaries and stick our new wall planners on the wall with our new marker pens and then just look at them for three months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true enough, yeah. Um, it is kind of New Year's resolutions time, isn't it? It is. It is. Do you, have you got any? Uh, yes, to do less work. But that's that's something separate. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
what what I was going to talk about is like the kind of five or six resolutions I'd I'd wish my coaching clients and my you know people that I work with my mastermind clients and all of that would would take on board so I gave them these and said look try and do these resolutions this year if you haven't thought of any yourself and um, so far they've ignored me oh well I mean um okay stop ignoring him i mean there's a reason there's a reason why he's telling you these things so but 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 i think they're kind of getting the point because i've been chatting to a couple of them today and they're like oh yeah actually you did mention that this would be something good to focus on and i can see yeah. why now so it's it, it, it will work it's just they've got to suffer enough pain to take the advice gonna paint the fence for long enough to learn the block photo so yeah i've got uh five or six and then uh, you could chuck in a couple that you fancy as well if you've got oh any. well go on let's go let's uh, well i won't i'm not going to say mine until you say yours because yours might be really good and then i'll just feel <laughs> stupid uh so these are for martial arts instructors obviously they're not for normal people um, normal people don't listen to my podcast so that's this is right. true yeah so <laughs> first things first uh a resolution to understand that they should make decisions based on data not hunch work and guesswork and estimates Hang on. um it's a real problem that people <laughs> yeah kind of they just they just make stuff up like I, I speak to coaching clients i'm like what's your attrition rate which is the rate that you lose students per month and they say things like no one ever leaves our school oh give it up <laughs> yeah and i'm like that doesn't make sense because as you'd have two thousand students um and i'm like well let's just have a look and they're like well it's not worth it because people always stay and then we look and their attrition rate is like eight percent or something yeah. they're losing 10 members a month yeah. and this happens everywhere in martial arts businesses to do with your marketing yeah facebook ads don't work or yeah leaflets don't work or i've tried this or uh, x y and z and when you look at the data it's something different it, it, it's everywhere so i'd encourage instructors to kind of dig a little bit more into the data that they've got to make better decisions for their schools mm. no that makes sense i'm just just looking at my stats now um so my membership has since i closed on december the 22nd has decreased by one percent okay so, amazing <laughs> That no, not there's, there's nothing worse right there's nothing worse than closing and then reopening the first thing you do is open an email to two members of left it's like oh wow yeah. you've literally had two weeks to do this and you've left it until the day that i've reopened to do this <laughs> like why have you done that it's always going to happen though isn't it like yeah. uh, uh but one percent is is not not too scary so that that's good, good. i think um and obviously this is a peak growth period so yeah the next three four five months are going to be really good for the business um Hopefully. so but it's just stop guessing and stop estimating and stop acting off hunches and feelings and just look at your data most martial arts schools now have some sort of crm system or some sort yeah. of way of tracking leads and, and follow-up just look at what it tells you and then act act on facts yeah definitely i mean i was having a click around hours today and i was trying to find trends because this certain times of the year where obviously this themes this things happen you've got easter you've got christmas you've got some holidays you've got so you can sort of go I'm, i've been looking at it and trying to say well, where am i gaining most members where am i losing most members what could i potentially yeah. change in that 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 period where i'm losing the most who am i losing is it the four to six is it the adults is it the kids 
you know, and what could I potentially do in that to, to plug that gap so that yes. when I'm putting all this money into advertising in January, I'm sort of adding on to rather than, you know, recycling, going back through members that I've lost earlier in the year. And I'm, I, I've, I'm one of these ones, and I know there's probably a lot of people I say, there's a lot of stuff that I know is important. And, and when people explain it, I go, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I understand why I should really be paying attention to um, this sort of stuff. But then I don't necessarily do it. No. You know, and I think I don't think I'm alone there by any means. No, of course not. No, it's human nature. But the schools that tend to do the best are the ones that act on the Absolutely. data and not just on opinion, hunches, guesswork, estimations, and uh, feelings. Yeah. So, number one was data drive decisions. Number two is a bit of a morbid one. But, um, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I think it makes you think really uh, um, about what you're doing in your business, which is okay. I asked him a question. If you had a heart attack and your doctor told you you could only work two hours per week in your business and you had to keep it going and you had to make it grow, what would you do in those two hours? Market the bewatsits out of the thing. Like, yeah. So you know, right? What yeah. You would do. I, I, well, you've just asked me, so that's the first thing that came to mind. Mm. Um, I wouldn't be teaching classes. I'd be, yeah. <laughs> I'd be, um, I'd be, yeah, I'd be every like learning everything possible about what can what can I do, who can I contact, who could I get to help, who could you know. I'd be on the phone to you. Um, I'd be <laughs> <laughs> for an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. recording a podcast. Um, yeah, I'd just be exhausting every option for getting members in okay very I good think. answer um i would add to that answer and say you'd probably also be spending a bit of time each week with your team getting them up to speed getting yeah. them up to scratch kind of telling them what they need to be doing training them or helping them become better team members mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense yeah but it's a it's a question like oh yeah like what happens if I'm not able to work in the business can I keep it going and one of the things you said immediately is I wouldn't be teaching classes which is quite a good point isn't it yeah, yeah because, because I think a lot of people would go well surely as a martial artist you should automatically say I'd be in class and did it but mm. you'd, you'd just be yeah you'd be serving those people that are in there but Really, but two hours would be up after yeah. two classes, and, and then you get no two members. You get, yeah, you get two members leave, and you then you get, you know, I, I think I'd also probably try and figure out a way of automating as many sections as are possible. Yeah. Is there something that I can outsource to another company or a AI, AI yes. system, or yes. you know, because for, without a doubt, there, there will be without a doubt. Yeah. Which is really good because you've moved us sweetly and you didn't know this onto the next one. <laughs> so, <laughs> congratulations. Segway King. A pardon? <laughs> king of the, king of <laughs> I'm doing a what? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, the next one is uh, £10 per hour task to £1,000 per hour tasks. Oh, yeah. So, I was speaking to a client today. Um, and he was stressing out because he just got back and he's opened up. And I said, like, what have you got done today to help your business grow? And he was like, well, I printed out some welcome sheets for the classes and I ordered some bits of equipment and I gave the trophy cabinet a bit of a dust down. And I and 
it, he was doing what we call 10 pound per hour tasks which mm-hmm. are tasks that you can essentially pay any person off the street 10 pound per hour to do and they'll do it pretty much as, as good as you the problem is you can spend most of your day doing those 10 pound per hour tasks um, whereas you really should be focusing on the tasks that make you like a hundred pound per hour or ideally like a thousand pound per hour tasks now people are like surely Matt what could make me a thousand pound per hour task but if you look at it like planning a really effective marketing strategy that kills it will bring in more than a thousand pounds for your hours work um maybe communicating with a local school about doing a few assemblies so that you go down you teach a few assemblies and you uh, generate a load of leads and kids coming into your school would be like a thousand pound per hour task training your staff so that they're better at um selling the benefits of martial arts to your prospects mm-hmm. you know if you train them well and they continue to deliver it will be a thousand pound per hour task building automations in your business that send out things like automatic booking text messages when someone books a trial so that they actually show up to the trial and then sign up is like a thousand pound per hour task so it's kind of flicking that switch because what we do as instructors is we deal with the fire in front of us so like there's a mess that we need to sort out we jump in with both hands because we like to work and we get to it but before we realized it we spent like 45 minutes fixing the printer paper jam (laughs) yep and and not done the marketing that we were supposed to do that day and then classes are started and we're like oh well shit we'll do it next week uh or tomorrow but then tomorrow there's a new fire when the hoover decides to blow up and you have to go to curries and buying you so it's all these 10 pound per hour tasks that stop you growing your business essentially because they're immediate and they're urgent but they don't actually lead to any growth of the school so i was Mm. like dude you've got to stop focusing on these lower value tasks and prioritize the tasks that actually grow your school yeah i mean would that be a case of hiring somebody to come in in the evenings to deal with those tasks as opposed because it's like a like I'm, I'm a nightmare for like coming in in the day and i'll like oh i'll better sort that this delivery's arrived i better get all these uniforms out and put them in other places and i better yeah. you know that they're all daytime tasks that don't need to be done in the daytime yeah. they could be done any time of the day yeah um but i just on autopilot will do them when i arrive yeah Whereas, exactly but i just leave them where they are and have somebody in, in the evening you could exactly. they do that yeah it's just changing so, shifting your mindset isn't it the system is delete whatever you can so some tasks we're doing every single week that we could just delete and not do um so that would be first one then automate whatever you can using software and ai and things right. like that so things get automated um then you can outsource tasks which is not like hiring someone necessarily full-time to do the task but outsource things like updating the website or changing x y and z or even social media posting and then you can delegate tasks so Mm. then it's about finding the right person now luckily the low value tasks in your business you could pay anyone to do you could Mm. literally get someone off the street and say right if the belts turn up, what you do is you put them here and you mark that you've got these many belts and you do a stock check. Like, but this is the stuff that fills our days. Yeah. And then 
the the important stuff the planning the implementation the design the systems the staff training the marketing the sales training the learning and implementation just doesn't get done yeah no it's true you know uh, so, the amount of times where i've thought oh yeah really oh, quite fancy jumping on that course matt's doing oh but now i've got this thing i need to do yeah and i actually didn't really need to do to it and i'm thinking about it yeah, yeah exactly right. yeah you can delay things you can delegate you can delete so um what what i'd say to the listeners is next for the full rest of the week going forward into next week like just catch yourself during the day and think what am i doing now is this like something that i could get someone else to do the issue is that we we think okay yeah i'm gonna get a, a, an assistant instructor or a staff member to help me with this so you show the staff member where the boats go and how to organize and stack the boats and how to do the stock check right and then they inevitably do it wrong and then what we do is we go oh for fuck's sake and we just do it ourselves from that point <laughs> on. Yeah. like we just carry on right yeah. whereas really what we should do and what they do in other businesses is they go back to the person and say okay you didn't do that right what went wrong what wasn't good enough about the training how can we make sure that you you know we give them a checklist we give them a bit more training we let them do it again and they do it wrong again and then we have another and eventually through a period of you know training and support and assessment and checklists and monitoring they get it right after seven attempts and um that's it but what we do as instructors is we jump straight back in and take over the task that we'd given the other person mm. Uh, because we just think it's quicker for us to do it, but that it is quicker for us to do it. But that means we can never stop doing all these kind of manual tasks that we have to do to keep our business running. So just if you're going to have someone else do it for you, you need to be patient. You need to train them properly. You need to give them checklists and videos of how to do things and you need to correct them and give them the time to actually learn how to do it properly. Hmm interesting yeah so that's and that that you've done it again has led us on to the next one you're good at this i don't even didn't even realize i'd done it then <laughs> you had uh this one's a, a weird one it's higher two when one will do All so right. what, what i found is like when you do take on a staff member like a front of house person or maybe a back office person to do you know the calls or the bookings or anything like that what we tend to do is we find a good person to do it we hire them we train them and they're doing quite well and then three months six months nine months down the road they decide they want to do something else they get pregnant they get divorced their their dog dies and they have a change of heart they uh, are moving out the area so life happens to them they quit and then we spend the next six months scrambling around trying to work out what what the hell to do and how to do their job that they did really really well that we can't do so well uh or we hire the wrong person to jump into that spot and it, it, it turns into disaster so what i would say is try and hire two people for each role within your business meaning that you always have a a backup okay so let's say you've got a front of house person they work 20 hours a week on the front desk welcoming people signing people up doing sales conversations pro shop orders dealing with the public instead of hiring one person for 20 hours why not hire two for 10 pa uh, 10 hours each oh yeah and then if one jacks it which they're going to you've got to spare there immediately to take over so there's no loss 
of quality in terms of your service and then the spare can train up the new person that you get in for the other 10 hours smart well it's just it's happened so much all my clients are like, I like it i had a really great front of house person really great admin person and they quit and now i'm like start doing this stuff that i hate doing and i can't find anyone as good um but if you have two of them all the time it's never an issue mm. i like it mm. and that goes for like assistant coaches on the mat well, I've just taken two on, is it what happened? So, ah, I see, you knew, you knew. Lead instructors, <laughs> like, you, you never want to have, like, one person as the point of failure in your business. Yeah. yeah. Including cool, you, I like that. Including I, you I, being the one person as the point of failure the one, in your the one, business. The world does not need two of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was it. And my last one is, uh, if it's not a fuck yeah, it's a hell no. <laughs> uh because there's okay <laughs> there's loads of opportunities out there but we 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 do things that we feel obliged to do or we do things that we think would be good for our business but that it doesn't really get us fired up on the inside so if you're not okay. excited and fired up by whatever opportunity is presented that you're like really gagging to do it then you should just probably turn it down because it's not a good use of your time again okay all right that's my that's my six this is what i wish my coaching clients would uh take on in 2024 so if any of the listeners want to take that on instead that would be appreciated my my new year's resolution is to do those things or all of them or just a couple i'm just gonna say all of them because that sounds good <laughs> i'm gonna my folk my Thing is i need to just be consistent right. um not consistently bad or consistently inconsistent <laughs> i need to be like i go i i'm 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 really good at getting my shit in order and then slipping but well, not not yeah. getting complacent just just like slipping a bit and then oh what, I, what, no, 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 i need what to stay is on the this. thing that triggers the, the slippage i don't know is I it like actually an unexpected no. event in the business is it no, like really I, I just think i'm just one of those typical magpie type instructors like i oh shiny new thing oh right, yeah. facebook ads ooh, all on facebook <laughs> don't and i drop the ball on everything else and then <laughs> i'm just a bit like that um yeah. you know and then i kind of end up looking at it going well i know i should be doing all these things in all these areas and i know why and i know why it's important but i'm just not cons- being consistent with all of them um, yeah. Like I, I, I caught myself into even today, which is probably a ten pound job. Um, um, like with my uh, my Facebook page, um, yeah. I looked at it and I was like, oh, "Crap, I've not scheduled anything this week. Why have I not scheduled anything this week?" So then I sat down for half an hour scheduling stuff for the next couple of weeks and all the different you know posts and stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, "No, no, no, no. I need to be. I need to just like." have a day or a half you know a morning on a monday when i do this this is what i do on a monday morning yeah nine till eleven nine nine till ten whatever i just do it in that rather than looking and going oh i've not done that Whoops. yeah you're react you're reacting to yeah, yeah 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 and when i sit in a plan and the difference is massive because there's themes um and i can actually look at it and go oh that's interesting that that performed better than that one what was it about that that made that Whereas when you're just constantly just going, oh, I've not put anything on, you literally look through your phone and go, that'll do. 
Just yeah. that one. <laughs> That's right, yeah. No rhyme or reason to it. Um, no, yes. So you need a bit of um, scheduled time to, like, focus on yeah. parts of the business. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, then, and then you get on and do it and I get distracted. Yeah. So how about, like, most instructors I know who do that system tend to do, like, a Sunday evening or a Monday morning? Yeah, Mondays are probably better. Actually, actually, funnily enough, I am most productive usually on a Friday morning or a um, Thursday morning for some reason. I don't know why. Okay, right. I don't, don't know why. I just always have been. Yeah, it's just something about Thursdays and Fridays. And what but, do you currently uh, do with your Friday morning? I, when I remember to, when I sit down and do it, I usually <laughs> do all of my Facebook posts. Um, so I'll go through Chat GPT and throw ideas into it. Yeah, to see you know new twists on things. Yeah. Um, I did one. I did actually did a little tester one today. Some people might have seen it. Um, so you know, usual posts on there talking about importance of martial arts for kids and top ten benefits. This sort of obvious stuff. But I, t- I threw one in it today and said, uh, create a Facebook post explaining the importance of uh, lineage in martial arts training for instructors, and it oh. spat out this post about. As martial arts enthusiasts and practitioners, we often acknowledge the significance of lineage and preserving the essence, blah, blah, blah. So it all sounded great. I thought, do you know what? I'll chuck it up with some pictures of me with my old instructors and when I was a kid and stuff like that. And it's had way more engagement oh, okay. than anything else over the last two weeks. There you go. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? How these posts just trigger a response. It's like 15 likes and... I love hearts and all this sort of stuff. Whereas typically yeah. I get maybe four or five likes and a comment. Yep. Yeah, you can't really tell um, what works necessarily on social media. So it's good to test different things like that and just chuck it in there. And uh, yeah, you'd be surprised what gets people uh, sort of fired up. People are weird. Aren't they? It's just it's just people. I don't get it. I just try. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, I just trying to be more consistent with it. Um, trying to have it schedule multiple posts a day. That's my big thing at the minute. Not just one every now and again. It's like three or four a day minimum. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So I mean, that's that. I would probably classify that as a hundred pound per hour. Task. It is. Is what it? Oh, okay. Do? Okay. What, okay. What could you do on a Friday morning that would be a thousand pound per hour task? Um, I know this estimate incredibly inappropriate. Then I'm glad I caught myself. I sort of say, what a thousand pound per hour task. I suppose I could spend a little bit more time focusing on my online courses and pushing that properly because it's, mm. don't, I stop starting that a lot. Yeah, I, I I had two people sign up to one of my courses within a matter of hours of each other over christmas yeah and i was like that's really weird i've not posted any links to this or anything for ages so where have these so i just thought i'll ask them yeah and both of them at google searched how to get better at kicking in martial arts uh, and you showed up yeah sweet within a matter of hours of each other yeah and I, I wonder what the search volume for that is i'll find out for you chris i'll let you know it might be higher than you think yeah, and I just thought, wow, that's crazy. That's two people who I don't know, never spoken to, never met, different ends of the world. Mm. One was in California, the other one was in Norway, I think. Yeah, amazing, isn't it? And they within a matter of hours of each other, over sort of the New Year period, sort of 27th of December, like 28th, something like that, um, they'd both 
Google searched how to improve their martial arts kicks, and that come up, and they'd both booked, they'd both joined the same club. Well, one of them bought all three. Mm. Um, one of them bought one, and then messaged me about Zoom classes. So, yeah, isn't that weird? So that's something yep. you did years ago that yep. is is pe- still paying you back, which is exactly two thousand. I want to say seventeen, maybe eighteen. So right. whenever I did that first course with you in wherever it was, Essex yeah. Way, in that hotel. Yeah, that's how long ago that was. And you had yeah. a massive camera. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was big, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a big broadcast quality. Uh, 17? Camera. Was it 17 or 18? It must have been one or the other. Yeah, something like that. Um, but that's still paying. I out. had hair, put it that way. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, great. So maybe that might be another thing to add to that Friday morning list is a little bit more promotion of that or a little bit of tweaks to your sales pages or a little bit more getting content out there i had hair and a working leg actually joking aside <laughs> so <laughs> which just, is a... no but it perfectly highlights it doesn't it really i know we're going off on a tangent here but it really highlights why you should if you've not got your stuff recorded just record it get even if you don't way. sell it even just if get, you're never yeah. going to sell it, make a course. Yeah, record yourself now, because if you think about it, you're in the best shape you're ever going to be for martial arts right now, because yeah. sadly it's a uh, a deteriorating slope as oh. age, injuries, yeah. illness, and things catch up with you. So There is some stuff on that video now that I will avoid doing, or I don't even know if I could do it. Right. Because of, you know, the last 14 months or so. Um yeah. I, I, I won't try it because I don't want to risk it. Um, so Yeah, which means that... that, that That's there the, now forever. Exactly. Yeah, you looking young with hair, doing cool, jumpy, spinny hook kicks. <laughs> and <laughs> injury-free and feeling great. Yeah, you know, and it, yeah, it, it just goes to show, really, that it's, it's worth never it. know. And, and mine wasn't even, a, you know, it, I literally turned funny on the floor and... Mm. That's, tore my meniscus i wasn't kicking i was stood at the bottom of my stairs catching a three-year-old trying to jump uh, down three uh, steps uh, on my stairs right. you know i wasn't doing anything crazy yeah 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 it's just yeah. you know it's just life in it um you never know at least it wasn't a bus or you know <laughs> no exactly yeah and when i look back on the videos i filmed 10 years ago i'm like oh cool yeah like i look so young but also i'm like two stone lighter than i am <laughs> now so <laughs> Yeah. that's also nice yeah. to look back at yourself when you, you're all slim and spelt it's it's good <laughs> back in the day back in the day exactly i used to use really good words as well i don't know what's happened i seem to have like lost vocabulary as well as follicles <laughs> <laughs> brain cells deteriorating yeah. as well yeah yeah totally totally yeah, so yeah. i've gone deaf lost my hair my legs falling off and i can't find words anymore it's not good <laughs> It's only been a few years, <laughs> but at least you still got those, uh, yeah, those old, uh, old Chris. It's still there. I'm uh, still in there somewhere. I'm the still, kicking, I'm still kicking. Oh yeah, the the, the digital me is still kicking you in the teeth. Now yeah. I just need to warm up a bit longer and have a run up. Yeah, you might have to kneel down as well. <laughs> just be really <laughs> short. Yeah, that's all good. That's good. Just throw my shoe at you. That might work better. Probably easier. Yeah. Definitely. Anyway, on, on on that slightly random end, um, same oh, time next you, week. You throwing throwing shoes at people. Throwing <laughs> shoes at people. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna uh, make yeah, a course on that actually. Anybody want to sign up to it? Throwing shoes at people. Like odd oh, job, yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so five ways to throw your shoe at someone. 
No, it's not odd job, is it? It's um. Oh, he throws his ass powers. at people. It's it's random task. Oh, random. T- he shows he, sh- he throws his shoe instead of his hat. Oh, <laughs> this has gone, gone weird. We're yeah, now into Austin Powers territory. Oh, behave! <laughs> such good films, such good films. Still hilariously funny. Probably wouldn't be allowed anymore. No, very incorrect. But yeah, good. get in my belly. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it's in my belly. On that subject, let's finish it up before Apple completely throws us off the platform. Right, it is, it is. Good to chat, dude. Um, same time next week. Yes, absolutely. Looking forward to it. Let's nice. get one Already? in every week for a year. Why not? Oh, let's do it. All right, dude. Catch you then. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Bye. Brought to you by www.mitmaster.com. Right, guys, so join him on the phone again. We've got for the third time. He's making it a bit of a habit. It's Mr. Donovan Wint. How are we doing? I am doing amazing. How are you, Chris? I'm all right. You're literally like a co-co-host now. I am. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to find every excuse to be featured. (laughs) (laughs) I nearly said something then, and I thought, I'm filtering a med going, is that actually appropriate, or will Apple ban me? So I won't say it. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, Donovan's joining me today just to have a little bit of a chat. Now, I've teased about this um, over the last few episodes because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make it sound professional. What actually happened is I kept just blagging it because I'd not booked this call. Um, we should have done this weeks ago, but, you know, such is life. Um, but we've done it today. We've got it sorted. We're in gear. And the most important thing is um, we've not run out of time because it's still January. So I've not missed the boat too badly. What is it? 9th of January. We're all good. We're all good. Um, so Donovan's joining me today just to have a chat about um, something. I think this is the first time anybody's done this, certainly in the sense of on a podcast with everything to share and everything to see. Um, so do, do you want to do, do you want me to tell everyone or do you want to tell everybody? I don't mind. You can tell everybody. Right. I'll tell everybody. I hope I get it right. So um, as everybody knows, uh, Donovan is like the Facebook Neo of the Matrix. He's like the, the, the guy to go to if you need your Facebookery for your martial arts school. Um, and I've worked with him before. So, you know, I, this is one of the reasons why I was keen to work with him is I've, I worked, it's actually a year ago. He came to my school. He spent a day um, <laughs> trying to tell this old guy here how to use Facebook properly. To be fair, though, it did work and we got some really good results. Um, but I'm keen to take things a little bit further and, and try out some new things. Uh, and Donovan's got some new ideas going on, uh, uh, how we can help martial artists and school owners out there improve on what they're already doing with their Facebook ads. And so I proposed to him that he used my school as a bit of a guinea pig, as a test run. Um, and well, if we're going to do that, we're going to actually do that. We're going to use my school <laughs> as a bit of a test. Well, not a tester because he's done it before, but as a, you know, just as a showcase, really, just to show that, you know, this works because, I know, I can't speak for every martial arts school owner out there, but I've been around doing this for you know many decades now. And you know, I've had some bad experiences before in the past, and I can understand why people sometimes are a little bit unsure, maybe a bit dubious. They see everyone their cat throwing out offers of being able to help with Facebook ads. You know, everyone's an expert all of a sudden. So I can understand that sometimes people might be a bit unsure. So I thought, you know, I've worked with Donovan, I like what he does. Um, and you know, let's let's show everybody. Let's I prove love- them. I like the idea. I like the idea of giving people a real, realistic idea of, of what to expect. I think a, a lot of the time we share our wins. Like mm. we, we see so many people and they share this person saying, oh, I got 200 people into my ladies only course and 
they don't tell you what they spent on the ads or they don't tell you give you an insight into what that actually means or the the bumps maybe along the way of hitting that goal yep. like i saw someone the other day and they were shouting about the results that they get but i know that they've got like 20 plus locations and i know that they spend thousands and thousands yeah. on facebook ads and then as a smaller school learner you probably look at that and go well why am i not taking on 150 new members in january and the truth is because number one you don't spend what they spend because you couldn't number two you don't have loads and loads of locations and your situation is just completely different to theirs so yeah. really like the idea of us doing this giving people an insight into how much we spent giving people an idea yeah. of like what the real results were what are the problems that we had along the way and at the end of the month or at the end of the two months what are we planning to do moving forward with the leads that we've already got like i'm excited <laughs> yeah. yeah because the, the the thing is um this is going to work in the sense of it is going to generate new members absolutely I, i'm confident of that without a doubt the unknown is how many yes and that's 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 i you know i, I am interested in that now for full disclosure shall i tell everybody how much i'm i'm, I'm spending yes yeah so we're, we're, what i budgeted for is just a, well it was just a little over 350 pounds to spend um over i didn't really have a, a a time frame in mind to be fair but i think we've gone for january um which makes sense maybe january maybe a bit into february i don't know we'll yeah. just see how it goes um which i'll be honest with you is for a small martial arts school like mine, relatively small, uh, and for somebody who's, I'm not, I'm not as a dinosaur in a sense. I'm not as bad as some people, but I am. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a notorious tight ass. Let's put it that way. <laughs> if I can get away with not spending it, I'll not spend it. Um, so it's not a frightening thing for me, but it is certainly something that's maybe uncharted. I've not really committed like that before. Um, I have spent more than that before, absolutely, but I've never looked at that figure and gone. I am committing this amount. I think know? I think that's why it's good because there's so many martial arts owners who I speak to on a day-to-day basis who £300 is a lot of money, £400 is a lot of money, yeah. £600, £600 a month is a lot of money. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And if you're in a position where you've got huge profit margins, then of course you can you can afford to spend thousands and thousands. That's it. That's it. Most martial arts owners aren't in a position where in that position. So I think it will give us a, a realistic look and hopefully help your listeners understand what's a realistic expectation Absolutely. to get from Facebook advertising. And then if it works or, or doesn't work as well as we hoped it would or whatever happens, we can then sit there and go, okay, this is what we, we would do from this position to get better results than, than we got before. So yeah. I want people to have a realistic understanding of what to expect. And I and I and I like that. I like yeah, I like the um I like the honesty of all of this. You know, it's refreshing because as I say over the years I've seen and I'm not doubting anybody's ability or you know, I'm I am doubting some of the figures that people publish, <laughs> if I'm honest, but you never know because you see you see the things posted and you see the claims which is part and parcel of selling the products. I understand that. You've got to do that. Otherwise, you know, you can't just say this is what I do. And then that's it, not say yes. anything about the successes or the, you, you know, it's part and parcel of what it's like martial arts. You know, we, we, we sell classes, you know, you don't just put a picture of you punching someone's teeth in and go, come to martial arts. We talk about the benefits. We talk about how it's impacted people and changed people's life, blah, blah, blah. And it's the same for this. You've got to, you know, you've got to do that. Um, but sometimes I do look and go, ah, but is it, is, is, is it really as good as that? You know, have they really generated those numbers? So this is real. 
the, this the, is real. <laughs> yeah, it literally is real. So you're in a you're in you're in a town, aren't you? There's, there's yeah. how many people in the town? Like, I'm supposed to know that figure, aren't I? You should Actually, know that figure, but but in the town, like, you, I'm you're gonna, from, I'm going to Google it now and find <laughs> out for you. <laughs> you're from a town. You're not from like a city centre like Birmingham. Like, there's not oh, a huge yeah. pool of people that we can bring through. We're not going to launch these ads and get 20p leads. Like, we're going to have to actually work hard to bring the cost per lead down. We're going to have to work hard to actually get those members through the door. It's going to genuinely give us a realistic idea of if you had a small amount of budget, you're in a town that's not super super easy to run ads for. What sort of results can you expect? So. And it um, says 15,788 people. That's not a lot of people. <laughs> it's not. We're probably all related as well. <laughs> I'm not so, from round here, to be fair. Uh, sorry, sorry if I've just offended any people with nerves, bro. I was, this was just a small joke. Um, I'm actually from Doncaster, which is infinitely worse. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll, it'll be nice because I feel like a lot of people, um, they see the, the ads that, or they see the results that schools get in like big cities and they compare their results to theirs and realistically it's not a realistic figure if you've got 15,000 people in your town and you're running the same ad as someone who's in a city where they've got hundreds of thousands of people they can reach your cost of advertising is going to be more expensive um the people you're reaching you're going to reach less people yeah it's just going to be harder in every in, in every way imaginable but it's not impossible we are genuinely going to get great results but yeah. it's there's there's more of a strategy that has to go into it and when we've done this um i think i'm gonna i'm gonna touch on when we, we next have a chat touch on what the strategy was and how we got the results that we got fantastic well I look forward to it it's exciting and it's cool it, it's exciting for me in the sense of you know it's going to be good it's going to be good for my martial arts school and i'm not you know, not doubting that at all but it's also going to be nice you know from my own perspective as a school and it's been around a while to share this with other people and potentially those people that are on the fence or a little bit worried that maybe are right now struggling you know yeah. and they don't nobody ever wants to admit like everybody's always on facebook going oh my school's successful i've got millions of students and we've got the best retention ever and i'm, I'm thinking sometimes you know surely not everybody's as great as they sound it can't be true <laughs> it just cannot be true you know and um you know, if it, if it makes one of those people, you know, one of those really good instructors that's been around for decades, it's on the brink of closing. If it makes them go, do you know what? I'm going to give this a try. And then they've all of a sudden got 60 extra members. That I mean, that's brilliant, you know, because the, the big commercial schools that are already raking it, they're going to do that anyway, regardless. You know, but it's the little good, you know, the good quality schools that we're losing. If it can help one of those, brilliant, you yes. know, Um that's not to say I've got anything against all the bigger schools, you know, to each their own, different shades of the rainbow and all that jazz. You know, people, different schools for different people. Everybody serves a purpose. But it is really sad when you see those, you know, good quality instructors and schools disappear that have been around for decades that have, you know, that are struggling to keep up with things. Or they're scared of doing it, and I understand it. So maybe this will convince them. Completely. Hopefully. And even if, even if it's not in a way where they, they come and work with us, I've got a YouTube channel that's literally full of stuff. Yeah. Like there's so many times I've sent people my videos and then they send me a message a few weeks later or a few months later saying, whoa, okay, I finally bit the bullet. I finally launched some ads and I've got X amount of leads and X amount are now booked in for a class and I'm really excited. I haven't had this many leads or this many people booked in in, in ages. Um, so 
if it, if it pushes people, as you say, to finally just try it, um, the, the, then people sometimes are, are shocked at the results that they get. Yeah. So we'll give people an insight and then hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll go and do it themselves. Brilliant, mate. Well, thanks for your time. Um, I've got to go make a lasagna now, so <laughs> I'm going to have to cut and run. <laughs> I actually really do. If you're listening now thinking what's going on about, I actually do. Um, I'm, I'm a chef as well as a, a... No, I'm not really. Looking after the family. Awesome. The wife's left a meal plan on the wall. She's told me I'm making lasagna tonight. <laughs> so I'm following the rules. Do you know what I mean? I'm not rocking the boat. All right, dude, thanks for your time. And um, we will speak again soon. All good. Thanks for having me on. Cheers. Brought to you by Martialytics. Easy to use. Super powerful management software for your martial arts school.